Welcome to Two Dads Against the World, where we take on the funny world we live in, one diaper change, one soccer practice, one homework assignment at a time. Join us as we talk about everything from raising kids, facing the challenges of everyday life, and whatever we enjoy and makes us laugh. Yes, we will rant, and maybe we'll eventually learn, but no guarantees. Let's laugh sometimes, too. How about mm-hmm. it? Scotty, <laughs> how are you doing? Oh. Let's laugh sometimes, too. How about it? <laughs> One day. Well, this is a good laugh. We're, we're we're trying a new a new recording. This is great. I'm getting emails now that I forgot socks and in some kids or coaches kit for a soccer game tomorrow. It's great. It's good time. Good time. Good time. Can't win. It's Can't win them all. Weeks. Can't win them all. No. Yeah. No, it's been a good week and it. It's made me wonder. I think we're going to be talking about a, f- a couple of things, but <clears throat> man, I'm t- I've had a decent week, but I've also had a week where I'm like, mm, kind of fed up. I'm going to do some. I'm going to do something about this kind of week, and so. Uh, oh, what'd you get all fed up? Yeah. About? You know what? I moved into a house. I'm not ready to say which home builder it was. I moved into a brand new home. Pretty happy with the layout. And, um, you know, you expect efficiencies. I've built a few homes. It happens. you got to take care of it. No big deal. But it's been over two years, and some of the stuff has not been fixed. And the things that they don't want to fix, I know there's a bigger problem because because I've built some houses. And one of those things is the breaker, uh, the, the panel, the electrical panel in our house. The breakers keep on tripping, the bottom half of the, of the breakers. The bottom half of the panel... They tend to trip often, and they've replaced them a few times. So when you replace a few breakers, and I'm boring some of the people, but some of you will get it. When you put, replace a breaker, you expect it to be fine, but when that same area where the where the new breaker is from the old breaker still trips, same reason, it ain't the breaker, it's probably the circuit, which means it's in my walls or somewhere else. So fix it. Find out and fix it. So that's just one of many issues. Mm. So I'm working away and I'm, you know, I'm working at home because we're still the last few weeks of the COVID uh, measures in Alberta. Way to go, Alberta. We're almost there um, to freedom with no restrictions. So um, I'm working away. I literally have my computer on. No, nothing else, nothing else powered besides like my hot water tank. Um, that's it. That's the only thing that's powered. I have no lights on. And boof, my breaker from my room goes. Didn't wasn't doing anything. I was literally on Excel. Doesn't pull any power. So walk downstairs all the way to the basement from the second floor. You know, so far away. But anyways, the fact that I had to, you know, recover my work that I was working on, I just had it. I was like, nope. I'm calling a guy. I'm calling a guy, and I'm going to go after the builder. So that's what I did. So, so you went after the home warranty. I'm going after the insurance company that carries the home warranty. Oh, okay. That's how it works. So when you build a house, every builder pays uh, a certain portion into in Canada. It's usually a province, but it's a it's a it's a Canadian wide mandate that you have to have a a warranty with these homes, and it's like one year, two years, five years, ten years, depending on what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, there's different things for each of those years. Um, so they pay $800 to this group that carries that warranty. In Alberta, it's the Alberta New Home Warranty Association. They pay $800 per house. And if, you know, it's really there to help m- mediate between the, the the home builder and the home owner. But they side with the home builder more often than they do with the home owner. So, because there's not a lot of money. There's $800 to fix things. It's not a lot. But there's an insurance company that carries everything, and there's about 250, a little bit more than that. There's 250 thousand dollars of insurance backing the Alberta Home Warranty Insurance. So there's a home oh, builder. Okay, okay, okay. They have a warranty department. They come and fix things. Yeah. It's in their best interest for many reasons to to take care of the problem, and mm-hmm. and a lot of builders they try to. Do as as little as possible because they want to save money, and I get it. And some and some owners, homeowners, really don't 
understand their house as some people think like a, a scratch of paint um, or like a slight deviation in the pattern of a roller is a, is, an, is a warranty item. It isn't. I'm not complaining about that. I'm complaining about water penetration to my house. I'm complaining about uh, electrical issues. I'm complaining about fascia not on my... Like there's some major issues on my house that's brand new that I know you can see they need to be fixed mm-hmm. and they're not getting fixed. So I've had enough. Taking care of it, Scott. Boom. Welcome to the podcast. That's the <laughs> great thing about... You, you know what? You just take care of shit. See, I overreact when it goes to things like this. I like... I find out who the CEO is. <laughs> and I bomb his car. <laughs> he never really Molotov. knew what the issue... He never knew what the issue was or if he could solve the problem. No. I just wanted to murder him. And then... Uh, Fuck, and then I'm still left with the same problems. So good for you. You're working through it. You're working through your problem. Yeah. That's yeah. That's what you're. I didn't. To I do. didn't even have to call my counselor to get through this one. This one was straight up Eldon took care of business. My you know who else took care of business this week? Today. Oh, sorry, I missed that. Scott, what? No, I said my counselor. New program. My counselor is Cronenberg. Today. Okay. Do it. Do it. Mine's um. It was my birthday this week. Yeah. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you again. So old. So freaking old. Mind you. Anyways, but, um, you know, I, I haven't, I don't drink that much as you know, but the uh, family got me some rum. So this is a little Friday night. Just a little bit. A little Friday night rum and coke action? A little rum and coke, you know me. You're drinking sugar? Shh, don't tell my people. Wow. Not a lot. I don't even think I put a full ounce, just enough to taste it. You're such a badass. <laughs> Party time. Friday night. Saturday, Sunday. Um, Yeah, I'm golfing tomorrow morning. Are you? Where are you going? <sighs> Eagle Rock. You haven't picked or is that you just forgot? No, no, no. I didn't pick. Okay. I just remembered. Good for you. Good for you. That's the one on, uh, that's between uh, Beaumont and Sher Park. Yeah. Eagle Rock on, uh, what's that? 510? Mm hmm. Good memory. Wow. Thank you. Wow. I've been in a few tournaments over in that. You know, 510, people remembering townships, you know where the fuck you are. That's, that's a, that's a little etch in the man sleeve you could put right there. When you know your townships, when you know your townships, yeah. You know you're local when you know your townships. Also, I also know my directions. North, south, east, west. Yeah. And I used to be really thrown out because I grew up in Calgary and it was really easy to figure it out. Where were the mountains? That's west. You can figure it out from there. Mm-hmm. And then I moved That's up right. here and I felt disoriented, claustrophobic. I couldn't see beyond like half a... <laughs> Let's be honest. You really can't see past 300 meters. So... I had to figure it out. I had to do the old Boy Scout stuff. Where's the sun? Where's the freaking what star is that? That's not true. I don't. I don't know. I don't know the nighttime stars. That's, I just lied. I'm not Moana. <laughs> uh, anyways, you know who else took care of business this week? I got to give a, sh- a clap and a shout out to the Arts and P here in Strathcona County. Thank you. Um, we what had happened? some guys. Well, I'll tell you. A couple weeks ago. I haven't told you this, actually. This is brand new. A couple weeks ago, um, I get a phone call from my technicians where I'm working. They're saying there's something wrong with the muffler in the van. I'm like, hmm. Mm. Mufflers don't all of a sudden spring a, a hole overnight. So I'm like, turn it on. He turns it on. I'm like, where do you feel the noise coming from? So he's like, is it near the back or near the front? It's like, that's near the front. Oh, that's the catalytic converter's been yeah. taken. Stolen. Go check underneath. Yeah. yeah. So this guy, some guy came in, you know, who knows? It was like a Monday. So I had to check the footage, which takes forever because i got an archaic system. But anyway, I still got a system. So we checked the footage, and sure enough, this guy showed up. And we've got some buses parked on our, on our lot that use our parking lot. They're not ours. They're somebody else's. This guy came and spent an hour and a half taking apart... Ripping out Cadillac converters on every single vehicle that was parked in that parking lot. Over wow. The 
he probably made out with I don't know thirty grand worth of thirty at least thirty grand. Holy cow! Yeah, it's like our our van was three thousand thirty five hundred dollars to replace the catalytic converter. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and a bus <laughs> they're bigger, so um, yeah, he went. Th- he went. So, anyways, did the thing. I I was able to get the footage. Gave the uh, worked with the cops. I've been a lot. There's a lot of police activity right now in Sherpark. Park. It's not good out there. Um, really, yeah, dude. It is like we got arson going on. We got kids getting uh, jumped in uh, around Festival Place. It's like North Edmonton in Sherpark. Park. Holy shit! <laughs> I know. I'm moving to Beaumont. That's it. I've decided. Don't tell my wife. She won't be happy. Jesus. We're not moving to Beaumont. I'm sorry, Scott. Worst thing that happens here is like some guy walked into the Sobeys with a mask off. <laughs> well, call the cops. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then Karen's like, "Hey, <laughs> put it up. It goes above all the, the way. <laughs> all the way." Yeah, no, no. They did a good job. They called me today and said, um, "I, you know, I told them like our footage is okay." Here's the vehicle. They're like, what is it? I'm like, so I, I helped them identify it. You know, I've got to be, you know, pretend I'm a detective. Um, but then I'm like, if you can get the footage from these other intersections, this is the direction they went. You can't see it, but that's the only, there's whatever. So they found the guy. So I'm very happy about that. So They found him. They found him. So now they just got to find the hooligans that broke into our warehouse. That's going to be harder. Hmm. So... Yeah, we've just—it's been a—it's been a good year of incident reports. Yeah, you should call up Johnson Wood Flooring and someone put a nailer through those kids' heads. That'd be Let's pretty see. good. Well, you got to sometimes applaud this. Well, like our warehouse is not easy to get into, and they got into it. So, in some ways, I kind of feel I'm mad that they got in and stole the stuff they did. And uh, but at the same time, I'm like, man, you spent three hours trying to get in. You deserve wow. something. Right. You got. He did a lot of work. He charged mm-hmm. his battery. His, he found a, a plug on our other building and charged his batteries to his power tools. I mean, the guy had he was ready for it. Holy Man. cow. Oh yeah, they had they they the, Yeah, but the honor the weird thing is like this place is in like the middle of town. No one's noticing this at all. No. Like, well no our main our main building like, what the fuck's that guy doing? Nah. Right now, I don't think I don't think uh, our organization people are more caring about themselves than our organization. I think that's just the way it is. But um, yeah, it's I think they were, I don't think anybody from the for the, when they went into our warehouse, I don't think anybody could see them. Uh, they were they were in a part that was kind of out of the way, and nobody's driving down the road at that time of day. It, mm-hmm. it was pretty well planned. Oh, okay, okay. I mean, except for the fact. Took them three hours to get in. <laughs> wow! And they pretty much had to. You know, you've seen uh, Marvel's movies, right? Like you've seen Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, you know, um, the main character was stolen from Earth and was used by the the the, the outlaws, the Ravengers, to Ravengers. steal stuff. Yeah, there were because he, he was skinny and and was able to fit into places. They wanted to eat you. They never had Taron before. <laughs> That's exactly it. Oh, Yondu. He's the he's the best character now. Yondu thing. was the fucking shit, especially in volume two. Oh, Fuck Yondu me. Yondu was the best. Like I I don't think I've cried that hard in a long time. Like I mean He, he might have been your dad, but he ain't your daddy. You know, he might have been your father's mm. but he wasn't your daddy. It wasn't your dad <laughs> ain't your daddy boy. Oh fuck! I cried that, so hard. I cried so fucking hard. I cried, like I cried more than I did at funerals. It just I cried. Oh, well, you weren't expecting Yon. You weren't no. expecting that, right? I was like, well, are you kidding me? This guy's like fucking most badass character in the show. Well, but he's got a heart of gold. He's got to be one of the better movies. But anyways, so and that's why you just never like judge Lord, a book by this its cover. Hooligan had a skinny kid with him. They were able to pry open a hole inside of a, a barrier that we had. Uh, it's a metal barrier that was t- like 
solid with industrial screws with a special bit glued and they were able to pry it open enough for this kid to sneak through to get to the door but it took him a long they they, they tried every single door they 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 used um a circular saw with a with a metal bit on it like the metal uh, blade on it to cut through metal couldn't get through our stuff I so like our, our everything warehouse held up dead. pretty good they found a weak spot that I was not expecting, so we short that one. Trust me, they're not getting back in. Um, but and if they do again, I, I'll just here. What do you guys want? I'll give you <laughs> here. Here's a shovel. Take it. You deserve that. <gasps> oh, what's your name? Okay, awesome. You're going to jail. But you know, you got a shovel. Switching over to water. Um. Yeah. No. So good for the RCMP. Good job. Good job, that. But you know, it makes me wonder. Like, should all these people really have been born? That's a little harsh. It's a little harsh. I Whoa, know. I know it's a little harsh. Yeah, but uh, I wonder you know, something. Everybody, <laughs> I I'd like to say, like I I've done a lot of fucked up shit, right? But nothing was really premeditated. It just kind of, it was like spur of the moment. It's like, hey, do you want to go steal that truck? Ah, why not? Fuck, it's fun. Let's go. It's running and no one's there. Yeah, that's not, that's not your fault that you took it. That's that's the person for leaving it running. Is that don't leave your vehicle running and uh, unlocked. unlocked? It's an Alberta rule. Yeah, yeah. I remember um, back in the day, my brother got. I even do bad message. things with it. I like took it to the store and got some stuff, and and then I drove back. And of course, whoever owned it wasn't there. I just left it there. Oh, yeah, I left it running. Did open, I lose you, Scott? So you can get back in. Maybe right? you're recording. Yeah. Oh no. It's all good. Oh no. Happens all the time. We're again technical difficulties. We're sorry if there are some. We're doing our best. Yeah, I know. I, I couldn't learning. hear you for a lot. Again, we are learning, out. but there's no guarantees. No guarantees. But I could. I could feel what um, you were saying. No. Uh, you know. Yeah. The, the the rule. It's cold in Alberta. Sometimes you got to leave the vehicle running. But don't. Yeah. If, here's a lesson yeah. you should should know. If you are prone to leave your vehicle running, do not leave your vehicle running. If in the back of your vehicle is nuclear equipment, don't do it. It it makes people yeah, nervous. Or kids. My yeah, brother got kids. a text message. Make people nervous too. Once. Yeah, kids are bad. Nuclear. Uh, yeah, kids are really bad. Don't do it. But again, if you have nuclear equipment, which happens, you know, up in north when they're doing all the testing for, you know. Stuff that you you're involved with. Um, all those vehicles are are tracked by the government. So, um, and if one goes missing, it's a big deal. And I remember my brother receiving a text. He's like, "Who do you think stole this?" I'm like, "Probably some hooligan named Scott, because the vehicle's running. I bet you that's who it was." <laughs> so yeah, yeah, it's all good. It Found wasn't it. wrecked. <laughs> Nobody died. No, as we all good. But no. did you die? But oh, you know, another great movie. Fuck, so good, so good. But uh, you know, yeah. it kind of reminds me of like, well, when should a family stop having kids? I mean, everybody's different. I, the guy that we hired to, to help us, with why the home start? Builder, you got to. Sometimes you start by accident, Scott. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it happens. No, I didn't mean that. No. I think no. the we, guy that we, we, we actually hired... didn't start by accident. We were planning. We were planning. Yeah. So, like, we went the whole route. Like, we talked to the doctors to be like, oh, okay, yeah, you know, she was on the whole birth control. Well, it's going to take a long time for her to be, like, you know, able to have kids. And they're like, yeah, but if you want to really narrow it down, these are your windows that you got your best chance. So, what what, right. what happened? Well, Scott gets up to bat. It's a rainy day. It's not great weather. It's the wrong time of the month for him. What has happened? He gets up to play home fucking run. First day at bat. Out of the park. See you later. No practice rounds. No fucking, hey, we need to try again. It's Monday at 3 o'clock. And I feel like it's the time. Okay. I didn't get any of those opportunities. I was just like, I was blown away. Like I couldn't literally breathe on my wife, and then she's pregnant. 
I have, I gotta be careful. I gotta be careful. Scott, are you there? I gotta apologize. I didn't hear a word you just said. <laughs> Technical difficulties. I, I I understood you talked about Michelle. You home run, and I can't hear you. <gasps> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll be we'll be putting a formal complaint with our our new platform that we're using. Uh, what now? <laughs> we paid what for what for? I don't know. Um, I, can uh, you hear me though? Oh, I can hear you crystal clear. You cut out too. That's the thing with this platform. It's so funny because it's all on your end. It's like telling me it's it's like your 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 internet quality issues. And it's like, how much faster internet do you need? Like, why is 300 megabyte speed internet not fast enough for you? Well, like, and, and same thing for only, me. Only like a couple of years ago, there was no, there was no such thing as that. That's 150 the crazy was part. fast. Yeah, see, that was I, the thing, see, right? If I you had 150, out, you were a baller. Yeah, I got to find out if Riverside is maybe the issue. Because on my end, it's saying your internet's slow. But that doesn't oh, make sense. Oh, see? No, that doesn't make sense at all. See, I'm looking at someone really handsome. Oh, wait, it's me. And everything's everything sounds good on my side. And now I can see you again. So, fantastic. Well, I it's like looking in the mirror. We we will we'll sort this out. But here yeah. while we can actually hear each other, let's just get this out of the way. So, I was this might be a short show because I don't know if I can handle the, the the sound. If I can't hear you, I can't have a conversation with you. So, shortest show in our show history. I think we're making that today. But anyways, okay. I got to tell you about a friend of mine who um, have had just had their third kid, baby boy, beautiful kid. They have three beautiful kids, two daughters, one baby boy. Oh, Everything's yes. good. Mom's good. Dad is elated. You know he's got the he's got the, the the genes of the of the of the men in that family. Good for them. <clears throat> so, but there was a few complications going to, and you know, at the end of the day, my buddy's wife had to get a C-section, and while they were doing that, they took care of business so they can have kids again. So, okay. that's all you know. That happens quite often in those yeah. situations. Like we're done three. Yeah, get the are, tubes tied. Yeah, get, get them tied. It's pretty normal. Did the part great? Yeah, um, three kids is wonderful. The risk isn't great enough to get go to four. Um, mm-hmm. It's not worth mom dying. So good, awesome. But she's a little bit miffed that she's done all the work for all three kids. Like we're not talking about the child care. We're talking about the child bearing. So. She now wants him to get his vasectomy done. Now, remember, she just got her tube tied. He, she wants him the to get fuck vasectomy. For? Like, does she know how that works? Well, to do his part is, I think, is what it is. <laughs> what do you mean to fucking do his part? Do his part. I have to do she it. Doesn't you have, have to do to it get too. a vasectomy. Is, you know, we're in it together. She's got her tube He's tied. Married. Why? Why would he need to get a vasectomy? Because she said so, Scott. I think I don't need to explain. No, I'm joking. That's so stupid. <laughs> so this is what I told him. I'm like, look, look, this is what you do. That's the weirdest. That's the weirdest marital argument I've ever fucking heard my whole life. Yeah, I'm gonna. St- Usually, I side with her because she's a very reasonable, smart woman. So, yeah. like, sometimes my buddy, he'll have an argument. I'll listen to him. I'm like, mm, I think your wife has a point. Right. This time, I'm 100% behind him. I'm like, I think your wife might be reacting a little bit too harsh. So mm-hmm. this is what we're going to yeah. do. Scott, I we might need to take... some postpartum. Maybe. maybe. Just give her a fucking bat. Let her hit him for a while. <laughs> she'll get so... She'll work the steam out. It's all good. It's I don't know good. if that's I think that's better. what she needs. No. I think it's a little postpartum, and I think she just needs to hit him for a little bit. Like a Nerf bat or like a real bat? What would, what would you Fuck, pick? Whatever, whatever you could take. Nerf. Um, so I propose that we set up the vasectomy for a Friday. And um, I've got some extra space here. He 
you know, you don't want to be lifting. You're not allowed to lift your children and whatever. So this is my plan. My wife or maybe his wife's other friend to go over there for the weekend to help with the kids. And then okay. he, I'll pick him up because you shouldn't drive after the vasectomy, right? I'll okay. pick him up. I'll drive him towards the vasectomy appointment, veer right, head to the golf course, meet you. We'll have a few drinks, head okay. back to my house, watch some movies, maybe play some video games, and then get him back Sunday. And, and then by the time we get to his place, we'll go buy staples or wherever and pick up some red Sharpies and he can he can draw in his own scar. What mm-hmm. do you think? Yeah, he's... If he's gonna if he's gonna fugazi the whole thing, he's gotta he's gotta own some shit. So he's gotta shave his balls, he's gotta make some good stitch marks, like he's gonna have to take a couple of kicks to the nards. And he's gotta go sell there. that shit too. Like Oh yeah. He's gotta oh, yeah. sell that shit all day. Good thing like she every does now not listen he to our pees, program. Like when he would like when he's going pee, he's gotta like just every now and then go, Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> like he's gotta sell it, right? Just you gotta sell it. And you gotta walk away like cowboy. That, yeah, yep. she's got he's gotta sell it even when she's not looking. So there needs to be noises in the house, like all of a sudden just like <gasps> holding onto a wall. Oh, oh my god. Oh fuck. That that hurt. That hurt shit. Oh Man. I shouldn't have done that. Did you get and she'll just done? come up. And she'll just come up and she'll be like, oh, what happened? What, hap- what happened is that you, you made me get a fucking vasectomy. That's what happened. <laughs> Jesus. Go get me and then she'll be like, And she'll be like, oh, my God, what was I thinking? Why, why would I do this to you? This is so stupid. And no, then, no. And then when it gets to that point, that's when he goes, I'm just fucking with you. I didn't get a vasectomy. Are you crazy? Two things. One, if he was in that much pain, I think she would kind of enjoy that because she is like, she is what? a quiet oh, woman, geez. but she is like, she is like, um, she's tenacious. She's, 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 she's not, but she's, she's, she's not shy to like stick it to him a little bit. I love it. It's actually keeps him honest. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Um, but this, but if he if it was ever revealed, if she actually listens to this show and then he actually goes through goes through with our plan, he's in the doghouse. Like, you know, there is definitely going to be some trouble in that relationship. So um, he's probably going to stay at my place anyways and uh, whatever. But that's I think that's a good plan. That's what friends should do for each other. Did you ever get yours done? No. Okay. Well, if you didn't have to, great. That's scary, man, because you got to be careful then. I got mine done. No. I got mine done. Yeah. It was weird. It was weird. It was like a we we were living in Cal oh, here's a story. We were living in Calgary. We came up to visit family. One of the family friends of my ex wife uh was um her dad was the doctor. And oh. the, and he did vasectomies as part of his side hustle. He's a doctor. He goes all over the places. He's a general practitioner, but for half the year in Canada and the other half of the year, he's traveling somewhere in the in the world to do Doctors Without Borders and ends up doing like crazy surgeries that he would never do in Canada. So, oh wow, okay. I trust him. I think you know him, Doctor Adams. Oh, I shouldn't have said that. Anyways, oh yeah, yeah there's yeah. lots of Doctor Adams. Look it up. Yeah, for sure. That's Michelle's doctor too. Well, Right. Okay. So, anyways, not only was she Michelle's doctor, she's still Michelle's mom's doctor. Wow. Well, he. I can't believe he's still working. But anyways, here's the story. I can't believe he's still alive. Like he, that well, guy must fit. be doing great. He's fit. Yeah, he's fit. That's what I hear. He's fit. Uh, um. So, so my ex-wife calls her friend. She's hanging out with her friend Friday. I'm hanging out with my brother. They. Uh, I get a phone call saying, "Hey." I got you a vasectomy for Sunday morning. I'm like, what? Yeah, Sunday morning. You got a vasectomy. I'm like, I have a job interview on Tuesday. <laughs> what if it goes bad? That's fine. I'm like, well, who's assisting the doctor on Sunday morning at 8 o'clock in the morning? Oh, my friend will. I'm like, your friend who's the same age as us? No, thanks. No, I'm not having your friend 
sit there and stand there, I should say, and assist her dad to cut my narts. No thanks, that's not happening. She goes, well, can't get anybody else short notice <laughs> to help him. You said them. nards. I know, I said I'm, I'm so old. <laughs> so I show up. My brother drives me to the appointment. I show up. I walk upstairs. It's just him and me. He says, like, how are you going to do this? He says, well, you're going to be my assistant. I say, okay, let's go. So I'm like, you just tell me what to do. So usually, like, the nurse gives the doctor the tools and then grabs things and puts things in bags or whatever. That was me. So I had on my chest this tray. So I'm lying on my back, and this tray is, you know, on there. He says, okay, these are the different tools. This does that. So when I call for this, I need you to do that. And when I need that, give me this other thing. So I assisted in my own vasectomy. I'm like, okay, okay, put your hand here. Clamp down. Don't move. You're going to feel a tug. I'm like, oh, it's just the weirdest thing in the world. Oh, frig. <laughs> I love the way you described it. It's just you and him with a slight tug. <laughs> it's all good. I, you're going to feel part, a slight tug. The best part was walking out because you're all numb, right? They got you, you know, you don't mm-hmm. feel a thing. But my brother... He doesn't do well with all the surgery stuff, right? He's just he sits in the car. He's, he won't even come up to the doctor's office. He can't even he can't he can't even process this. So he's sitting in his truck outside the doctor's office. There's nobody in the parking lot. Yeah. Just me, it's him. I walk out like a cowboy, like I just been like, you know, you know, uh, in 007, um, like a bronc rider. No, remember in that that torture scene where 007 mm-hmm. James Bond got his nards twice, mm-hmm. twice in one show. Three times, my Nards god! My god! Hit, hit by those ropes. Yeah, unbelievable. I walked like that. Just and he turned so white. I think I had to drive home. Oh but, wow! No, so that was my story of uh, getting that done. I remember a friend telling me when he was laying there, and all of a sudden, like, because they just kind of do a little solder, like a, <laughs> and he just saw the little puff of smoke, and he's like, "There's all my children <laughs> gone." <laughs> wow! Yeah. But it's not true, though. No, children don't go away. They just, they just. You fester. harvest another. You harvested another one. Mm. Right, because I've got, I've got sailors. three kids, and that's the what third it's all kids, about. She's one years old, so definitely, we had to do some work mm. for that for sure. But they went in there and uh, didn't get the reversal. That was just too risky. Mm-hmm. And so, they just went in there, and that's another story. That's another freaking story. All right, I'll tell you. <laughs> I, oh. I don't care. It's pretty funny. Can you hear me? What? Yeah. Check, what check. Happened? One, two, three. I'm going to tell. Yeah. All right. So. Oh, yeah. You're going to tell. So yeah, yeah. You should tell that gonna story. Tell, I can tell you a story about how, not how the baby came to be, but just you, my portion of of my responsibility for baby number three. Okay. So my new wife and I, um, we decided to have a baby. <laughs> End of story. No. We said I have a baby, and obviously I had the vasectomy, and there's other issues, too. So, not, whatever, it doesn't matter. But we, So, we had to go through medical um, ways to have a baby. And so, we have to do all these checks. I'd get my checks done. She gets her checks done. And one of the checks, we yeah. go in there, and I thought it was a consultation. I thought it was just like, hey, we talk to a doctor. Doctors can talk about what the possibilities are, blah, 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 blah. Mm. And so... It's a sit-down chat, and then this new doctor comes in. She says, do you mind if this new doctor shadows us for this this appointment? I'm like, sure. I've had a lot of medical procedures. No big deal. In walks this this doctor. Like, tall, dark, model. Like, she was, like, out of everybody's league in the city of Edmonton type of person. So... <laughs> Drop dead gorgeous. There it is. So I'm like, oh, that's a little weird. But anyways, she's just going to be listening to the conversation. So we get through the conversation. I'm ready to go. She says, okay, um, we're just going to go to the exam room. I'm like, what? I look at my wife and she just smiles. <laughs> I'm like, off I go. So I'm like, I thought we we're going to have like a, a talk about just, you know, are you sure you want to go with this? From a, I, I didn't know what was going to happen. We get to this room. It's like, okay, we're going to check how viable this operation could be. I'm like, how do you do that? Mm-hmm. 
Well, you got to take off your pants. Like, frick. <laughs> so, you know, I'm not ready for that, but it's, you know, whatever. I'm, you know, being professional. So, I'm like, okay, I can do that. When do were I we ever ready? Here? When were we ever ready? <laughs> do I put a blindfold on? What? How do we do this? <laughs> I don't know. So, like what are we going to order in? Or yeah, what's, like, what's happening right now? You got some wine for me? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. So I'm at there. Like, I'm, I'm so embarrassed. And then um, I get up there. I get – because no does stand. And actually, if you could stand on the stool, that would be great. Oh, you, know, so, you so, Captain Morgan it? I'm Captain Morgan. I'm standing up oh, tall. That's the, hand, that's hands the best on your hips. Pose. Hands on your oh, hips. They told me to put my oh, hands yeah. on my hips. I'm like, okay. Give her the dangle. The dangle. They want to make yeah, sure yeah. You, you, you know, your feet shoulder apart. Check you got to make sure. The dangle. Yeah. I'm like, okay. So I'm, I'm it's picturing my mind. You got like the bat wings. It's been a hot day. <laughs> well, no, actually, that's, what I did is like, okay. The, shit. the best thing I could do right now is pretend I'm getting, I'm like a model for an art class. And they're just doing the oh, human yeah. body study. That's, that's sure. kind of where I'm at. And so he goes in there and I'm like, I'm like, okay. Then he proceeds to like, you know, inspect each one, right? There's a lot of movement going around. Like, there's, like, thumb mm. movements. There's twists. There's pressure up and down uh. and sideways. And I'm like... And he's... Exp- he, it is, this is not just him checking. He's explaining the anatomy what's inside. Huh. <sighs> what? You know, I was controlled. I'm a professional model, okay. right? Yeah. Um. So he explains it all. It's like, okay your turn to this mm-hmm. other doctor and i've got to say my mental game was on par- like by far i'm very proud of that moment very mm-hmm. very professional situation i was very impressed by all three of us so good job everybody most embarrassing ex- uh, very very embarrassing that whole the whole thing is it's it's an embarrassing situation so uh, hopefully you know if you're going through it good for you it's it's hard work it doesn't always work it's it messes with your brain messes with your heart but it also messes with your ego and the best thing you do is just just go with it just have fun because honestly life sucks and is great at the same time but you gotta laugh so that's one of the stories that i've we have time for <laughs> for that whole situation. so you had a professional orgy <laughs> I was trying to narrow this down. I'm like, how many guys can be like, I was with a man and a woman in the same room at the same time, fondling my nuts. Well, it, I don't know if the doctor says this to everybody, but um, there's a little bit of a bit of an eagle stroke where he's, like, he where he's holding them and showing, like he's you know, like a key, the kiwi's being shown. So this mm-hmm. is. He's a superb candidate for this procedure. This is excellent. You this is you can't ask for more. I'm like, damn straight. There you go. I don't. I don't know what he's referring to, but I took it as a positive. So, who knows? Anyways, yeah. The only thing that could have been better is that she would have been like, "I concur, doctor. He has specimen testicles." Dang. <laughs> Goal. Um. No, she was very. I'm sure she'll do fine in her practice. I just don't know how. Like, good for her. It's a specialty that. Um, it's a very, I do very that shit. unique one. Like, I can't and honestly, so and much the credit. cool thing is, you can tell they're not in it for money. I mean, they make good money, but man, they were just. While I was in the middle of my actual procedure of the harvest, here's another story. Again, you're surrounded by six people. You're fully awake. You're getting you're getting handled. So the doctor's in the middle of uh, the procedure, and <laughs> if you can't if you can't see me, I'm shaving off a piece of cheese is pretty much the best description um, with a cheese slicer. Mm-hmm. Um, in the middle of that procedure, there's a door that I didn't know existed, which was on the other side, but by my feet, so I can't see because there's a screen between me and the doctors. Thank goodness. But all of a sudden, boom, this door opens just like Grey's Anatomy. Like, you know, oh, there's an emergency. But it wasn't an emergency. It was another nurse, or I hope it was a nurse, saying, Doctor, this and so-and-so family 
just had their baby. And they all stopped, except for the one that was holding all the instruments right close to the vi- to the vitals. And they all stopped and cheered. And it was like one of the actually sweetest things that ever happened, that they cared enough about this family that just had the baby, that they, because they, this family had difficulties having a baby. Um, I just really felt that was really cool. Like, they mm-hmm. cared about the, the families. It wasn't about, oh, here's another patient. Let's get them through. No, they cared about these families having babies and children. So, yeah. If you, That's cool. If you need to get through it, you, you'll be taken care of. We were taken care of very well. We were very well. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah. So there's the story. Yeah. So there's no... If you get the, the story... The moral of the story is... If you get the vasectomy, it's not the end of the world. Remember, it's two days of watching movies and being catered on. And bags of peas between your legs. <laughs> and I do not I'm recommend not assisting on your own. Yeah. I'll just wait till I'm just dried up and useless. Like, you know what I mean? Like, when your fucking hose has just been kinked so many goddamn times, and it's just like, you know, it's useless. It's just like... but It's, <laughs> it's in the it's way. It's a decent hose. It's the only one It's the only one you had, and it's just it's there. But, <laughs> you know, it doesn't do any good to anybody. Every now and then it can water the flowers, but it's got leaks, and doesn't really... It got consistent flow and pressure, and... You know, right. just all that fucked up shit that comes with age. Where you have your days. It's mainly pressure. It's mainly pressure. It's maybe consistent flow. That's that's the biggest thing for me. It's a yeah. It's like oh fuck. And every now I, and then you just get this. I would. Get a what? I would imagine. I want to think that if you know the prostrate, if that starts going when I'm getting older, that I would do something about it. But I also know myself that I probably would like wait too long before, you know, getting actually some treatment that I'd probably be in discomfort for months before I do anything. That's always a problem with guys. They 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 hang out. They tough it out, right? That's always a problem. That's why I was such a big supporter of Movember for a lot of years. Right. Yeah. You know, bring that awareness, men's health, man. Do do it. You gonna do it again this yeah. year? Look after the boys. No, I don't. Well, kind of. Sometimes it doesn't matter. Like we, I was kind of fortunate because I was friends with the group of guys that started it here in Edmonton and started in Canada, right? And then it went it went like bananas, uh, like it did in Australia because that's kind of where it originated. But um, yeah, I was pretty fortunate to be uh, friends with the guys that uh, they had spent a, a lot of time. I don't know, a few years in Australia, and thought it would be a great idea to start it here in Canada. Like, I remember there was, like, we did a, a gala event, and there was, like, 44 of us in O'Burn's pub in uh, y- Ro- or, uh, White Avenue. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. And then it just, wow, it just blew up. It was so crazy. But yeah. it's great. And now it's, like, great awareness. You know, it's Men's Health Month as far as I'm concerned, right? Like, hey, June is Pride Month, right? So, like. No one, no one fucks with me with my pink shirts and my pink shorts. Like everyone's just like, it's all good. It's Pride Month. I'm yeah. like, no, I wear this on the regular. Go fuck yourself. Like, I could be who I want to be. That's right. No matter gay or straight. Um, yeah. Yeah. No. No. That's, it's a really good cause. Like, you know, I don't have any gay friends anymore. What happened? I thought about that there the other day. I, I well, I just, I, I don't know. I, I'm kind of a loner now. I don't, I don't. It's the Beaumont thing, I bet you. Yeah, well, that I just I, I'm not bartending anymore, right? And yeah. there's so many people that were uh, servers and bartenders I worked with, you know, they were that were queer, and yeah, they're just they're they're fun to work for because they have that extra sense of care and give a shit where like mm-hmm. I didn't have that, like, like I couldn't give a fuck about you personally. It's just like, oh, you're having a tough time, oh. Yeah, what do you want? Oh, your your steak was medium when it was supposed to be medium rare. The end of the fucking world. I get it. I'm so, so, so sorry. Let me make this up to you. No, no, no. You finished the whole thing, but you weren't happy. Let me buy you your dinner. (laughs) Like, just go eat a dick, all of you. (laughs) Which might be something that they would enjoy. Um, Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, that was a but bad joke. I don't know what it is, but 
gay people just they have better manners they just they just they, do they're more patient i'll i'll be honest like it's i agree um my mom's cousin i want to say my cousin but it's really my mom's cousin he is he he grew up with medicine hats so medicine hats not known for anything but redneck um bigotry basically and gas right so those two those are the two things there are a lot more than Natural that gas, yeah but you know he's he's what 60 some so he grew up in an era that's also flower capital of alberta that's right but he grew up in medicine yeah. had an era where you, you shouldn't be gay like you dare not say that you are right there's there's too much stigma there but i guess if it was a while back yeah yeah it was a while back so if you think it's bad now it was, must have been way worse i can't even imagine what it was like for him but he, like, I, he, when, when I lived in Calgary as a kid, he, he also lived in Calgary, and we'd visit him at his place. And I never really clued in until I, like, I was a kid. I really didn't care. I, you don't think about those things. Um, mm-hmm. Well, maybe now kids do because they're taught it. But back then, it just wasn't yeah. on my – it wasn't a thing. Like, he's my, yeah. he's my we, mom's we cousin. We didn't know or – yeah, it was – I didn't – it didn't matter. Like, he was my mom's cousin. What – he had, a, he had a roommate. I don't know. Like, I don't. As a kid, you don't care. Um, mm-hmm. But we went over there. Honestly, the best meals, the best decorations, like the stereotypical gay guy. Like mm-hmm. best hair, best skin, best shoes. Like he looked good. Yeah. And my brother and I, for the longest time, wanted to be like him um, because yeah. he has his style was so so on point. And. Yeah. Uh, um, I didn't realize he was gay till I was working at the airlines. And uh, one of the guys I worked with, his traveling partner was my mom's cousin. I'm like, yeah. I know you're very gay. Did are you dating? Are you dating my mom's cousin? It's like, yes, I am. Oh, he's gay. Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes sense. So I called my mom. I said, Did you know your cousin's gay, Eldon? It took you this long to figure it out, like, <laughs> yeah, I had no idea. Like, I was like, I didn't didn't care. I was just like, oh, I just didn't know that. Yeah, it was just something we didn't. It didn't matter. Ah, uh, didn't matter. Yeah, no, that's right. No, that's exactly it. Like, I I grew up in the same kind of uh, environment where like you it, it just weren't exposed to that, right? Like where I grew up. And I don't know if anybody ever went to school with, like, back in the day, like, where I kind of grew up in Hay Lakes. I don't know if anybody was uh, uh, gay, but, uh, yeah, you know what, it's just, it kind of, you know what, it, I, I just don't think, I think it comes out a little bit earlier on in life for for them if they're in a more acceptable environment or if it's more of a an acceptable, like, society they're in. Like yeah. it's got to be tough. Like I can't got imagine me. what it would be like if you are a thirteen-year-old gay boy, and it's fucking rural, rural, hardesty provost medicine hat for you. That's it's tough. it's you ain't coming out. Like you ain't coming out of the closet till you're in college in Calgary. Yeah, it's you not. Know what I mean? It wouldn't Where, be safe. like yeah. you got peers that can confide in you and you, i can't you imagine what the pressure would be like I, I honestly have a hard time imagining what that is because you know thinking about like um even anytime you stand out as a teenager unless you're like athletics but if you're standing out against or not against but if you're standing out out of the norm that's probably a better way of putting it if you're not part of the normal group and you're you're putting yourself out there as i am different it's difficult for a teenager. And so and I, I think that's the same case for whatever it is. Like if you have an area that's very um, uh, maybe very artsy and you're not an artsy person, well, that's also difficult because yeah. you're not really fitting in. So like as teenagers, you want to fit in. And uh, it's tough when you when you know you can't fit in the same way. So I, I remember in, in grade 8, grade 9, we had a student um, – um, come out that he was gay and it was a little weird because we were in the, we were in the wrestling segment when that when that was now when he let us all know and the teachers did a really good job of like hey he, he has something to say to us and they 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 did a pretty good job of saying it and they said mm-hmm. 
and it was really cool because they said it doesn't matter. He's still a guy, and we're still doing this just because you're wrestling doesn't mean that he likes you. Like it was just like get that out of your head. That's, yeah, that's like that that's was, a good. That's a good way. That's a good way of explaining it. Yeah, it's a good way. Yeah, good for those teachers. Yeah, it was good for those teachers. That was good. It it was a little weird the first time I wrestled them. Uh, like, cause you, you, what does this mean? Like, as a kid, you're trying to figure it out too. But honestly, like, sure, whatever. When it comes down to it, when you start putting you in a choke out, or when you're in a choke hold with him, you're like, okay, game on, buddy. And, and that's what it was. Game on. It was yeah, right. It's just what it is. So. <clears throat> Wow, we weren't. Ex- I wasn't expecting about talking about that. That's how that is. So yeah, and we also yeah, grew up in like it's, it's, the it's early nineties. It was very different. It was just starting to yeah, come. Yeah, this is thing. true. It was very different. Yeah, like I remember when you called the guy a fag. It wasn't an offensive thing. It was just like, ah, oh, you'd be a fag. Now it's like, well, that's a super offensive thing to say. Right. But, but, uh, but it it isn't if you're gay. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, a, a gay person. Because I had one gay friend. I had yeah. one gay friend. If he was getting on my nerves, I'd be like, "Hey, stop being such a fag," and be like, "Oh fuck, man, why do you guys say that?" I'm like, "Fag," <laughs> and it was just, but but he was super super cool dude. And yeah, we like well, the joke a lot, not, right? Because he he would be like, "Why the fuck are you wearing that shirt with those pants right now?" I'm like, "Get the fuck out of here! Why do you have to be so queer right now? Like, just let me wear my shit. I'm married with kids. I'm like, you and your boyfriend go out on extravagant dates every weekend. Tell me how great your fucking life is right now. We could trade positions. Trust me, I know exactly what he wants, and I'll give it to him better because I've got thirty years on you. Okay, like fuck off. Yeah, we're at like, home watching just, Frozen. You're out there actually having a have party so i will sing him else's monologue yeah okay trust me he will be serenaded you don't even know that shit you, you, you don't even know what it is to have magic come from your heart you don't even know this shit <laughs> yeah yeah but like um i watched a couple of shows a long time ago it seemed like a couple of years ago called queer eye for the straight guy you see that yeah huh yeah the queer eye for the straight guy that was a great show queer eye at the straight guy the queer eye for the straight guy Oh, that was uh, the full title. Damn. They did like your you know oh. makeover for your clothes. They did like a hair thing, a face thing, a food thing. The food guy became the the host of Chopped. Boom. Okay, I know yeah. one of the chefs that were on that show too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But the the host, the guy with the glasses, he was the food and wine expert for the Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. The the original oh, one. Okay. Because they came out with I the second one. Shows. Yeah, Fuck, I watched They were good. They were hilarious. They were the best. I, I laughed so hard watching them help out these straight guys with zero fashion sense or zero clue. Oh, yeah. There was I there, think, two or three shows I watched. And they, like, literally complete fucking makeovers, makeovers on these dudes. I just like, it was any fashion sense at all. Like, I had... Uh, fuck, I, 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 as we're talking about this, I'm trying to remember the last guy... That I was working with behind the bar, gay guy, young kid, just young kid too, like probably like 20, 21. And fucking, he just had great fucking hair, always just really well put together. And I'm just like, dude, where'd you get that shirt? Was that from the Bay or like, where? oh no, it's from blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, some kind of French accent. Can you get it at the Bay or? <laughs> right. And yeah, it's just his hair. I'm like, who? Like, how, what? Kind, what's that haircut called? Like, what's it called? I'm like, I get like a. It's called a Caesar. It's always been called a Caesar. It's been a Caesar for a hundred fucking years. But I'm like, what's or, this called? Or it's maybe like, well, two thousand. One of the two. <laughs> whatever. And and I say it's it, it's. He's like, it's a fade. I started at zero, and then it builds up, and I'm just like, oh, okay. So you just I call it a fade. So when I go to the bar, I'm like, hey, I want a fade. And they're like, yeah, and they'll they'll do a fade for you i'm like all right cool and then i got that done and i was like jesus i look like so stupid there's only certain things that look good on me and it's everything that's old-fashioned right because i do not look good in trendy new hip shit i just don't i look so out of place i walk out of place like it's so funny like I'll put on like some nice clothes, but then I do my walk right, and my right. walk nowadays is no shit of a lie. It's just a right. Your your back can't handle it. Yeah, yeah, and I'm just fucking 
so old and so useless. And it's just like, I could put on a thousand dollar suit, but you still look like a piece of shit. <laughs> so it's just, it's not like, uh, Hey, yeah, if, it's not. If someone wants to help us with a makeover, I'm all for it. That like, honestly, yeah, totally bring it on. Like help us out. Like we would, I would, mm-hmm. I would welcome it. I mean, look, I'm sporting yeah. this brand new hat from home hardware. Shout out to Barry Novak in the Sure Park Home Hardware. Thank you so much for helping us out. Not on the show, but I've never been to that one. I'm fact. a big fan of Home Hardware's. Oh, I'm a big fan of Home Hardware. If hardwares. you need barbecue stuff, go to that place. That that. They, oh yeah, no, they, they, have, they got all the Traeger shit, everything. Oh, they got tons of accessories. They got everything you can think of for well, the service. They got you cannot beat home hardware service. Yeah, they in know Beaumont, what about. Same thing. Our home, our Beaumont hard, home hardware is the fucking shit. Yeah, like hey, home they're hardware. not gonna if have everything as Home Depot, but to they're talk. gonna have it. Oh, technical oh, difficulties I skipped again. out. I couldn't hear shit what you just said. Check, check. One, two, three. Oh, now you lost your video again. I can't hear you, and I can't yeah, see you. I don't even know if you're listening to me. <laughs> I hear you now. I'm going. I can hear you. You okay, man? You okay? Oh, okay. Stupid technology. Yeah, I bet I, you it sounds fine on I the recording. I just can't I hear you out. during the recording. We'll ah, fuck. Out. Who knows? This might be the funniest we'll non-funny this, this, show this that we've ever done. Platform is going to be a jerk off or not? Hey, well, speaking about yeah. sponsors, we should probably get those out of the way. Hardwood floors, home hardware. I think of Johnson Hardwood Floors. Did I say that right? Yeah, absolutely. Johnson's. Yeah, if you, if you, Johnson's Scott, you got to talk. Floors. I can't talk. Well, yeah, Johnson's Wood Floors. Thanks for being yeah. part of our podcast, sponsoring us, being our title sponsor. You look after the these damn things that we try to do, like this. I don't know what the fuck this is called, but Chris. Good friend of the show. We love you. Thanks for everything you do to help us make this possible. You make and the Kailani Sports. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the Kailani Sports, you uh, you make great coolers. They're hard. Hard as fuck. Uh, did you order your uh, the pale one yet? I got to get it. I'm going on holidays in a couple weeks. You're right. Thank you for reminding me. Oh, you me. should I order. I don't, I don't know. I should... I should contact them to see how they're doing. Like they're probably busy as shit right now. Oh, they probably like, just are. camping season and everything else. But yeah, like I remember last year he was like selling out of everything everywhere. Well, I saw I saw his stuff on on the floor of our, our Canadian Tire, the one that they didn't have before. And I'm telling oh, you, oh okay, they're they're still around. They're probably in every fucking Canadian Tire right. now. They're popular now. They're, pop- they're good coolers. But you can you can go to our website and get ten percent off. So yeah. Go to our yeah. website, go to Dadmine, click on the link, pick the cooler you want, go to checkout, there's a discount code, put in 2DADSATW, 2DADSATW, and you'll get 10%. And number two. Two dads, right. Thanks, Scott. Number uh, yeah, two. I always get that fucked up when I'd say. Yeah, the two but is yeah, the number two. And it, well, Chris was saying is like came to his door in like a couple days. Like it was really quick shipping too. I'm not going to guarantee that kind of no, shit. No, we cannot guarantee because we don't guy. guarantee anything. We don't guarantee fuck all, oh. but but I'm just saying. But try it out; it's, it'd be worth it. Uh, yeah, I could get that for local the trip. support. The local designed right here, heart with the spirit of Aloha or whatever the Hawaiians say. <laughs> I'll fact check to you later. Everyone wants to do that. Um, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Cancel me, fucking cancel me. I dare you. What a, what a, I'm so pissed right now that I don't have enough socks in that one fucking kit. I'm so pissed. I'm sorry, Scott. That thinking sucks. about the whole night, I'm just like, ah. Oh, I didn't know you provided you socks. F- I guess you put a, 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 the logo. It's like a jersey thing. The right? whole kit, the yeah, yeah. fucking jersey, the shorts, the socks, everything. I was thinking like sports socks, like you, but, you know. But I, I, I figured it out. I figured it out. I, I haven't played soccer for years, so. Yeah, I forgot about that. Well, back when we were kids, like you, you were given a shirt and then you had to give it back. Your parents paid a deposit. Yep. And then you had to bring it back. You had to bring it back good condition, right? right? And yeah. What do they do now? Well, nowadays, well, well, what our organization does is that we actually we we've made it cost effective enough that instead of paying for a deposit, you pay a little bit more in your fees. 
and you actually get to keep your jersey. I like that so, idea. Oh, it's so nice. Yeah. And they're nice jerseys. Like our our uh, our provider right now is Puma, and so everything is great. It's oh, awesome. That's, that's awesome. Well, Scott, you know, it's been a great chat, a little catch-up, um, but you know what? It's time. It's time for us to call this a night. Um, thanks for sharing, and thanks for laughing. And thanks for laughing at, Absolutely, man. at my balls. Come on, man. You don't have to laugh at my balls. Ah, that's all right. Nards. <laughs> You're nards. Fucking nards. Oh, my God. It's hilarious. And tell your buddy, yeah, like, we'll, we'll work that we'll out. Work like, out. We'll work that out. He needs yeah, us to kick him in the nard. go underneath the knife for nothing. For nothing. Ah, unless, unless she faked it. Unless she faked him tube side. Well, Scott, I'll what let him know. What if she did? You say hi to your family for me. We'll talk to you later. Now I can't hear you. <laughs>